While you guys, I have you guys standing, we're going to say the Pledge of Allegiance, and then Danny's going to lead us in a word of prayer. Okay. okay. You okay? All right. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with life and liberty for all. I can mention this up again. All right. Danny, if you'd like to lead us in a word of prayer real quick. Good morning, everyone. God bless you all. It's good to see you. Good to be here. What a beautiful Memorial Day it is. We always want to remember the men and women who sacrificed some all, some part, so that we can have the opportunity to gather together and to worship and be free in the United States of America. We want to remember our pastor. He's feeling a little under the weather. Tom Harmon, feeling a little bit under the weather. You know, we've got several people. Things are just uh, out there making their attack. And so we just want to remember them as well. And let us pray here. Father God, we thank you for this day that you've given us. The opportunity for as a body of Christ that we can gather together and worship you. Lift up your mighty name and receive from you, Father. We lift up our pastor Phil and... Tom and, and uh, Father, all those that are in need of a spiritual, physical healing touch, Father God, from you, that you're working on the behalf of all those. Father, we thank you for our nation, for our men and women, the military men and women who went and said, you know what, the United States is worth it. My country is worth it. We as a nation are worth it. I thank you for the men and women who are willing to serve, Father, so that we could gather on these wonderful days of Sunday when we could worship together without fear of any kind of persecution or retribution from a government entity, Father God. And Father, in so doing and having that freedom, let us go forth and let our light shine that we could be the light on the hill. And Father, you said that if you were lifted up, you would draw all men unto you. So Father, let us help be a part of lifting you up so that you can draw the lost. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Brother Danny. <clears throat> all right. This next song we're going to sing is America the Beautiful. And you know what? We do have a very beautiful country because the Lord has blessed us throughout. The, even though America's only been around for a short amount of time in the big scheme of things, God has blessed us greatly. And so let's sing this song as a prayer of thanksgiving to God today. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber. 
quick. It is a beautiful day. Thank Thank you. You. Well, we're here on uh, this beautiful day. I see that you didn't go to the beach. You're all, <laughs> you're all coming to worship the Lord on this day, as you should. And we're here also to recognize our veterans. And if you will stand with me, all veterans, are you a veteran? Not everybody's going to stand, but we will recognize you. You can hold up your hand. Everyone, all the veterans stand, please. All the veterans. All the veterans. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We have men and women that are veterans here. That's great. That's good. That's good. And we're going to have birthdays next. All right. Well, thank you guys very much, veterans, for giving what you guys gave. We appreciate it very much. Um, are there any birthdays or anniversaries here today that someone would like to raise their hands or point out? Yes, sir. What do we got back here? Birthday. A birthday. Well, what, when, what day is your birthday? Tomorrow. Tomorrow? Oh, wow. Well, happy birthday to you, sir. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm taking off. Yeah, it's for you. <laughs> All right. Well, happy birthday to you, sir. Yes, ma'am. What do we got over here? Anniversary. anniversary. Well, happy anniversary to you guys. What number is it? 64. Wow. <laughs> happy anniversary to you guys. All right. Was there anything else real quick before we start singing some songs? All right. Well, if you can stand up for us, we're going to sing happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. You would stand up for us. We're going to sing happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary to you. Happy anniversary. God bless you. Happy anniversary to you. All right. Well, really quick, I'm going to go over some announcements. Uh, first things first, as, you, as Danny mentioned, uh, Brother Phil is sick. He's not feeling well, so he's not here. Um, Brother Tom Harmon is also sick, so he's not here today. Um, <clears throat> Danny's uh, voice has been given out on him, so he's not been feeling 100% either. Uh, today has been crazy, y'all. It has been crazy, but you know what? The most important thing in all of the craziness and all the plans that we had been hoping to come to fruition, not working out the way we expected, we know that God is still in control. In all things, God knows what's going on. So we'll give him the glory and we'll make the best we can do. And you know what? Thank you for being here today, John. <clears throat> we're, gonna, we're happy to have you be our, our preacher this morning. So thank you for being here. All right. So for the announcements, we have a games, fun, and fellowship night coming up very soon. Um, that's going to be on Friday, June the 3rd at 5.30 p.m. Um, it's going to be at um, someone's house, one of our church members' houses here, um, who's been very gracious and opened it up for us. Uh, so if you're interested in getting directions and the address, go to the church office um, so you can get those things because we don't want to publish it here, so not everybody has it. Um, <coughs> just a little bit of extra privacy for her. Um, so dinner will be provided there. So if you're interested in going, there's a sign-up sheet in the back lobby. Please sign up for it so that way we have enough food for everybody um, or that we don't have a ton of food left over because um, 
we want neither of those things to happen. So please sign up if you're interested in coming to that. Uh, VBS is upcoming on June 20 through the 24th from 1 to 4. So if you are interested in helping, I know Kaylee Hoffman, she's the person who's putting that on. I know she would love to have some extra help. So if, you, if there's something you feel like you can do or if the Lord's calling you to do it, please check her out. Let her know. See what you can do to help. Uh, if you aren't if you aren't a kid, I'm sure you probably know some somewhere. So let them know. We're having BBS. It'll be a great time. Send them on out. out. We'll have a good time. Um, the other things, um, well, the only other thing I see on here that's important is we need to be a church that prays. We have prayer every day at 6.30 a.m. I think that time is going to be changing sometime soon. Church office is closed tomorrow. If you have business with the church office, don't show up tomorrow. You'll be standing at an empty uh, locked door and no one will be able to help you. So don't come tomorrow. Come later on in the week. But we also have prayer every morning at 6.30 a.m. Um, so if you're interested in doing that, um, be here at 6.30. I know it's a little early. Sometimes people can't do it. But I want to encourage you, if you can't be there at their, our official prayer time, because I'm not always able to make it either. Usually I'm not able to. But... We want to be praying anyway. So please, please, please be praying for our country. Be praying for our church. Be praying for the world. Be praying for everything that you can get your hands on. So with that being said, we're going to sing another song. And we're going to sing, Oh, How I Love Jesus. There is a name I love to hear. I love to sing its word. It sounds like music in my ear. Thank you very much for singing that special for us today, Mark. 
Where are you wanting to use this one? All right, I'll leave it up here for you. Well, praise the Lord again today that y'all can get to hear me sing. Thank you, Lord. I even forgot to tell my song guy. I think today has just been one of them days. What do you think? But praise God, I'm telling you, He's still on the throne. We're still here. We're able to celebrate veterans and everything else. And we get to celebrate being free because our country, you know, has a lot of problems, but we are still free. But there's one person that made us free, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. So I hope this song will be appropriate. He set me free. So. Once like a bird in prison, I dwell no freedom from my sorrow I fell. But Jesus came and listened to me, and glory to God, He set me free. He set me free, yes, He set me free, and He broke the bonds of prison for me. And glory found my Jesus to see, glory to God, He set me free. Well, now I am climbing higher each day. Darkness of night may drifted away. My feet are planted on higher ground. And glory to God, I'm homeward bound. He set me free, yes, He set me free. And He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound. Goodbye to sin and things that confound. Not of this world shall turn me around. Daily I'm working, I'm praying to and glory to God. I'm going through. He set me free and He set me free and He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory found my Jesus. Anybody ought to be able to preach after that, huh? <laughs> All right. Memorial Day is a time to remember. If you have your Bibles, you are you may be able to put it up front on on the screen. Turn to Revelation, the seventh chapter. Verse 13. 
Revelation, the seventh chapter, verse 13 through 17. Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they? Where do they come from? Down a little bit. Oops, I better leave that alone. <laughs> I answered, Sir, you know. He said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. Never again will they hunger. You want to fix it? All right, I'm with you. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> I don't know about these things. I started preaching out in the country. We didn't have these. We had to yell. Never again will they hunger and never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. Memory is a trickly, tricky thing, I've, I've found out. You find that out as you get older. I mean, kind of tricks. There were three ladies talking to one another, and one says, you know, sometimes I go to the refrigerator, and I open the door, and I think, now, what did I come here for? I know that no, that's never happened to any of you. And then one lady said, well, I understand what you're talking about because sometimes I walk into a, a room and I'm thinking, now wait a minute, was I bringing something in or was I taking something out? Well, what am I here for? One of the ladies said, knock on wood, you know, I'm, I want you to know that my memory is just as good as it ever have been. Is there someone knocking at the door? <laughs> One of our older comedians says, you can always find, I can always find my car at, at the uh, Walmart because it's the car that's left its lights on. Memory is a tricky thing. There are some things, however, that we should never forget. And these are the sacrifices that others have made on our behalf. It was a spring morning in 1866, just after the Civil War had devastated the South. A group of Southern ladies, little, little, the ladies and girls too, something, did something that's quite extraordinary. 
They marched down the street of their burned out, bombed out, destroyed town. They marched down to their town. They went to the cemetery. They decorated the graves of the soldiers. All the soldiers, both Confederate and Union. The mothers and daughters and widows had buried their dead. And now they buried their hatred. The time for healing had come and it was the first Memorial Day. Have you ever wondered why they have Memorial Day uh, marked for May, the month of May? Its date doesn't recall some historic battle. It doesn't recall some war or signing of an armistice. It's held in May for a very practical reason. (laughs) Because it's the time the flowers bloom. And flowers with which to decorate the graves with. There are those who remember Memorial Day and they called it what? Didn't call it Memorial Day. Decoration Day. That's what they called it. And when the cemeteries were filled with people kneeling to plant a flower or place a garland, or unfurl a flag, or to say a prayer, and many still do, but most people just can't be bothered. It will take some time away from their beach or or take some time away from their TV or their backyard or their ballpark. They don't have time to do something like that. And and, and at the National Cemetery on Long Island, I was reading in the paper the other day, said it was one of the nation's largest. It has become necessary for them to advertise for volunteers to place flags on the graves of the veterans as the number of veteran volunteers have decreased. However, many of those who volunteer have no idea why they're doing that. One young man, 13 years old, was asked if he understood why he's placing flags. Boy Scouts are placing flags on on the graves. He replied, well, to get service hours. Memorial Day is obviously not one of our major holidays. But we need to remember, we need to remember a debt that we owe to others. You and I do not have what we have today by our own efforts alone. There is no greater myth than that of the self-made man. We owe an enormous debt from the moment we are born into this world, and especially here in the United States. Some of that debt is owed to young men and women who have shed their blood on foreign battlefields. Many of them gave their lives because they truly believed in the freedom that they were worth dying for. To honor their sacrifices, not to glorify war. We live in a cruel world where tyrants would impose their will on others. Something like, you ever heard of a guy named Putin? That's what I think of him too. 
It would be a nice if we could live in a world where people always played by the rules, where no one coveted his neighbor's property, where never again would we have to depend upon our military might to enforce justice. Wouldn't that be great to live in a world like that? But such a world does not yet exist. We do not know what dangers today that await us. When war between the states flared up, <laughs> a young Texan enlisted and he marched off to fight with his friends. He said, we're not going to be too long while we'll whip them Yankees with broomsticks. Later, when the battles were finally over, the young man came home, wounded, beaten, and one of his neighbors asked, well, what happened? I thought you were going to whip them Yankees with broomsticks. The young man said, well, we could have, but we couldn't get them to fight with broomsticks. It would be nice to know that war is over, or that we could totally eliminate our defense establishment with the knowledge that no nation would ever commit aggression against one of its neighbors. Wouldn't it be nice to know that? But that's not the way it's happening today. Winston Churchill used to tell a parable about a zoo in which all the animals decided to disarm. They arranged peace talks. They were going to work out all the details. Now the rhinoceros asked for a strict war against using teeth. You can't use teeth in war. That's what he wanted. And the stag and the porcupine agreed with that. The lion and tiger defended teeth in being honorable weapons. The bear, however, wanted both teeth and horns to be banned. He suggested that all the animals could get together and have a nice big hug. They quarreled. This only served, and it offended all the animals, and we never could ever have and agree with those animals. That's the kind of world you and I live in. And thus, through the centuries, young men and young women have been sacrificed in the cause of one noble idea after another. And some of these wars have been senseless. They've been barbaric. But yet, other wars have been necessary. We honor the memory on Memorial Day of those who have given their lives, believing that they were making the world a freer, safer place and more humane. Of course, there are others who have given their lives for us who never wore a uniform. They never carried a gun. Our scripture lesson talks of those who washed their robes in the blood of the Lamb. Among these are those who have given their lives in the cause of Jesus Christ. And there have been hundreds of thousands of such sacrifices through the ages of people being sacrificed for the cause of Christ. Now, in the 16th century, there was a bloody purge of Christians in Scotland, of all places. 
Thousands of Scottish ministers and laypersons suffered for Christ's sake. Many were hanged and they were slaughtered. Some were beheaded. A deacon, Patrick Hamilton, was a young Scotsman. He's 24 years old. He was sentenced to die. As he tried to, as he was tied to the stake and the fire was burning at his feet, he pulled off his outer garments and handed them to his servant and said, These will not profit me in the fire, uh, but they will do thee some good. Hamilton was taunted by one of his persecutors saying, You deny God. Go ahead and deny God. We'll set you free. But he answered, Oh, you're a wicked man. Thou knowest that I'm not at guilt, and that is the truth of God for which I now die and suffer. As the fire burned, the young martyr called out. Here's what he said. How long, O Lord, shall darkness overwhelm this realm? How long wilt thou suffer the tyranny of man? As he was being consumed by the flames, he prayed like the biblical Stephen. Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. While we remember those who have died in battle... We also need to remember committed followers of Jesus Christ like Patrick Hamilton. They died in battle too. The battle between light and darkness. Their sacrifices remind us how anemic our own witness for Christ is. They gave their all and we dare not forget them. And there's one more we need to remember on this Memorial Day. It is the Lamb Himself, the Lamb slain before the foundations of the world. In the Civil War, a soldier was mortally wounded. His buddy was named Jim, and Buddy stayed with him through his long and lonely suffering all the time as while he was dying. And, Char and he said to him, Jim, I'm going to die. Knowing Jim had no family of his own, Charlie added, But I want you to go back to my mother, and I want you to take my place as her son. But Charlie, your mother doesn't know me, Jim reminded his dying friend, and she would not allow me to come in her home and live as her son. He said, Well, I will write her a letter, and you will take it to her. The letter told the mother of her son's ill fortune, told the mother of his wounds, and of his many days of suffering, and how Jim had stuck by him day and night through all of it. And the letter closed like this. Mama, receive Jim for my sake. Now, Jim carefully tucked the letter away in his waistcoat, and after the close of the war, Jim went to Charlie's hometown and sought the mother's house. He knocked at the door, and he stood waiting. He was ragged and worn from the ravages of war. He was a very unsightly person. As the lady opened the door, she looked upon him and thought him to be just another beggar that's passing by. But Jim handed her the letter. 
uh, through that half-open door, and she read it, recognizing her son's handwriting. When she read the last line, the mother, mother received Jim for my sake. Then the expression on that mother's face changed in tears of deep emotion welled up inside. And she threw open the door, receiving him for her son's sake. Now according to our Bibles, that sort of acceptance is the story of the cross. God accepts us as his own daughter, as his own son. For Jesus' sake. We may not understand why it had to happen this way, but we look at the cross and we see an open door. And thus we remember those who died that we may live in freedom. We remember those who died that we may live in faith. We remember Jesus who died that we may live forever. That's the ultimate meaning of Memorial Day. God would have us remember so that we may be grateful and live our, out our lives in the spirit of gratitude. They were shooting the movie Yankee Doodle Dandy. How many of you saw the movie Yankee Doodle Dandy? You remember that movie? Here's something about that. They were shooting it on the day after Pearl Harbor. The cast listened to President Roosevelt announce on the radio that the United States had declared war. At that point, the director, Michael Curtis, came on the soundstage with James Cagney. They all listened in silence for the national anthem to finish. And as the women dabbled tears from their eyes and the men were deeply moved, Curtis said in his best Hungarian accent, Now boys and girls, we have work to do. We have a wonderful movie and a story to tell. The story of Yankee Doodle Dandy. So let's put away sad things and let us begin. That's your challenge. That's my challenge. We remember with sadness. We remember with gratitude. The sacrifices others have made on our behalf. And now we can go out. And we can tell that story. Jesus died for us. Amen? Amen. Alright. We're going to sing the song. Page 44, Victory in Jesus. All right, let's stand as we sing. I heard an old, old story How my Savior came from glory How He gave His life on Calvary To save a wretch like me